Poison Rana. Hello. Hello, hello, hello. Braden Harrington here with Davey Portman for Poison Rana, the podcast. Hello, everyone out there. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Almost. Uh, it's 4 p.m. on the dot Eastern time on Sunday, New Year's Eve 2023. So what better thing to do? Then talk about pro wrestling. Absolutely. I couldn't think of anything else. Nothing else. I'd rather do. I didn't want to spend my day watching wrestling and talking about it, but there was a pay-per-view last night. There was a pay-per-view last night. You worked last night? Did you? No, I, uh, I had like fam, wow, family plans around the holidays oh. when, when there's a pay-per-view. But yeah, uh, family came first, uh, right. this weekend, but, um, I, I was able to finish watching today. Yep. We're going to talk about world's end. Uh, did I mean, you go in spoiler free? I, I did, yes. Good. Yeah, yes. me too. I, yeah, just I worked decided... last night and literally finished it about 40 minutes ago. And Yeah. Uh, it's it's like, just don't, t- uh, we, we're, you know, we are so community-based and it is, you know, your second nature is to just, when you're, when you have a second, like, oh, check my phone, see what people, see what John Cena is saying or something. Yeah. And it's like, oh, wait, don't do that. Don't, don't put it down, put it down. It's so habitual, isn't it? To just like open your the regular apps like flick on twitter yeah. flick on instagram i'll tell you though flick on your facebook message group yeah it's that. like your second and you're yeah. Like, ah! but the <laughs> thing is the, the problem is and i'm not specifically calling out anyone specifically uh but we have friends who just assume we watch live yeah but like if if we're watching live there's probably a chance i invited you over to watch with us yeah. live <laughs> and if i didn't it probably means i'm not are you talking about scorpio sam I'm not, no, he has, he has in the past. All I'm saying is if I, when I'm, when I'm watching something and a friend is not watching it with me and maybe we want to talk or text each other, message each other, I usually ask, are you watching? Yeah. Where some people don't do that. And I'm not just wrestling, but I'm sure other people have that thing where it goes, oh, did you see the new Spider-Man movie? Yeah. Iron Man died. It's like, well, fuck dude. Like. I, we have a few friends that do that. <laughs> you, you know me. I'm I'm very anti spoilers. and yeah. All that. Um. There's a uh, a bartender friend who works at a place you used to work at. Um. Who has like got back into wrestling recently. Yeah. And he came into the bar yesterday and he was like, "Have you seen that Iron Claw film yet?" I was like, "Yeah." And he was like, "Oh, how is it?" I was like, "You know what? I I really liked it. There's some like uh kind of like historical inaccuracies." Yeah. And he's like, "Like what?" I'm like. I mean, they've, uh, they've cut out one of the brothers that, uh, also dies. Also dies. And he's like, what, why would they cut out a brother? And I'm like, I mean, four deaths in the space of an hour. He's going, whoa, what are you talking about? <laughs> I'm like, what? He's like, I don't know what it's about. I don't know what happens. Oh so I'm my like, God. oh, I just assumed like, you know, like, you know how Titanic is going to end. Yeah. <laughs> like, that, I just assumed. Sorry, that happened man. with me. So I, I felt a bit bad. <laughs> a friend, uh, we, like, it was about a week or so ago. The movie wasn't even out yet for, like, properly. And, of course, like, you know, you're in your friend group. People see this movie about wrestling with Zac Efron. They assume you, the wrestling guy, knows about it, at least. They want to talk to you about it. And I'm at a party, like, two weeks ago. And someone's like, oh, man, I'm so excited about that that wrestling movie. I don't watch wrestling, but, like, that movie, the story sounds so interesting. Like, are you going to see it? I'm like, oh, yeah, yeah. He's like, oh, it looks great. Like, yeah, that, that they needed to make a movie about that. And I'm like, okay, you clearly know what we're talking about. Yeah. He's like, oh, man, it's going to be great. It's going to be great. I'm like, yeah, I mean, it's going to be really depressing, but I'm, I'm, ready, I'm ready to watch it. Why is it going to be depressing? <laughs> well, everyone dies. Whoa, whoa, what do you mean everyone dies? Yeah. You said you... 
Okay, yeah. never mind. Yeah. <laughs> so I've had that happen. I'm like, all right, all right. Nothing ever beats when I went to the movies with to, with a friend in high school to see Lincoln, and I go, like, shouldn't go be going to no theater. And she's yeah. like, what do you mean? I'm like, well, he's gonna get shot in the back of the head. Yo, I was like, come on, man. I mean, but that doesn't happen. In the <laughs> I know, film, but like, right? she's like, what do you mean? I'm like, yeah, for fuck's sake. <laughs> yeah, there's some things you'd expect uh, people to know, but I, I mean, I guess like if you're just you know uh, like ah, is Stone Cold Steve Austin still wrestling kind of yeah. fan? It's like, you probably don't know about the Von Erichs. So, yeah. So last night I uh, was somewhat off my phone trying to avoid, uh, I couldn't I c- couldn't get the devil spoiled, right? Yeah. So I, c- I had to be off my phone. I mean, that, that was a thing. It's like, as uninvested as I have been in this devil story, I'd have still been pissed if I flicked on my phone. Yeah. And saw the picture I've used for this graphic. Yeah. yeah. I'd be like, oh, man, I wish I just yeah. saw that. But no, I, I went in completely uh, spoiler free. And therefore, kind of, I haven't really seen the reaction to this show yet. Uh, yeah. So we'll we'll get into our thoughts and then, uh, yeah, maybe some, what some other people are thinking. Uh, but I do want to start off uh, kicking things off. We had to wait till uh, the end of this uh, pay-per-view to put out our shortlist oh. for best match of the year. We've got a, a quick turnover this year because this time next week, we're going to be doing part one of best match ever 2023. This year, we're going to give out the first part for free mm-hmm. uh, going through uh, the matches that place 10 to six. And then we'll be putting on our Patreon, the matches uh, five to one. So I'm going to be posting that uh, full list of matches up on the uh up on the the Facebook group. Yes, search Poison Rana in Facebook. Even if you don't use it, find the group somehow, some way. Follow us on the Twitter, socials as well, Instagram. Let us know, message in, but uh, we will be asking for your your votes of the top 10 matches of 2023. So the way it works is uh, we've got 30 matches from the year that are according to kind of cage match, uh, like, Cage match, Meltzer ratings, yeah. general opinion, uh, mostly AEW, WWE. They're kind of the promotions yeah. we've been focusing on uh, this year. And we want you to send in your top five from that list in order. Any votes? Every year there's someone who puts in something that's not on the list. It won't be counted. So put your top five from the list. And then we do some uh, BD mathematics, uh, including our votes to decide on our top 10. Yeah. So, uh, we have a week because next week we will be going live. Like you said, we'll be doing our 10 to six, the five, uh, of the, the matches we'll go through. We'll also chat about whatever's going on, yeah. but that'll be a free show live here on YouTube as well. Audio out after we finish up the live, but, uh, we'll, we'll chat about the best of uh, the year and best matches, but the part two, which is five to one will happen on our Patreon in the next week or so as well. So yeah, get your votes in. This year is going to be tough. There was some, some great wrestling this year. There was a lot of bad wrestling, but man, there was so much good wrestling bell to bell. Like, I mean, off the top of my head, there's a few matches that instantly like I'm thinking of, right? Mm. So uh, I know people have already put out their lists. Uh, how unprofessional. There was still a pay-per-view last know, night. right? Maybe they just knew nothing from this show will make it to that <laughs> list because it definitely didn't for me. But uh, 
yeah, uh, the year is now like done with wrestling. It starts off. We have Wrestle Kingdom this week as well. Like the year, the wrestling just never stops. I'm sure there's probably like some stardom show tonight or something. But sorry, girls, it's yeah. it's too late. Yeah, yeah voting's <laughs> voting's open. So we will be looking at the best, and it's it's such a fun show for yeah. us. We love nerding out about wrestling. If you know our best match ever podcast, we do on our Patreon. Uh, well, we've done a bunch of free ones as well. We've done Bray Wyatt this past year. Mm-hmm. Rip. We've done a Terry Funk in the past. We just did best match ever. CM Punk in WWE. We looked at the best of his matches and promos and career highlights of Punk in the WWE. So that just launched on our Patreon just a few days ago. So go check that out over the holidays if you got need something to listen to. Uh, but we we love doing this. And at the end of the year, we get to dissect the best stuff. And we we happened to be at a lot of the big wrestling shows this year. A lot of the shows that will end up on people's lists and matches we were we were at. We were lucky enough to be at. So I actually prefer doing this in January. Uh, a, because like, as we said, the, the year is officially over. Yeah. B, I'm poor and I'm not going to go out at all. So yeah. staying in and rewatching some wrestling exactly. sounds great. Yeah. Uh, maybe, you know, like we should in the future just do it like the Oscars do like February to February or something like that. Yeah. True. It's, it's always difficult this time of year. Like you do all these extra bonus shows and things and it's the busiest time of the year with, with the holidays yeah. and stuff. But, so we're looking yeah. forward to doing it. Uh, next week also. We will be joining the post-wrestling superstars, waiting, oh, yeah. John Pollock, for the best and worst of 2023 show. Yes, we've been invited back, and we will be going to the post office live in person. They haven't sent us the list yet. No, I have no idea what the list is. <laughs> I've somewhat texted like, hey, what's the thing? <laughs> I don't think we've gotten it. So I haven't made my I list feel yet. everyone this year is like, oh, it's, uh, it's the end of the year. Like so much going on. So send us your list. Let us know so I can steal your ideas and uh, put them on. Because it's hard to think of bad stuff until you remember it. So I need a, always first, a refresher. The first half the year feels so long ago. Yeah. Um. Like, yeah, but there's there's definitely been some good. There's definitely been some stinky stuff this year as well. Yeah, so looking forward to that. So we got a lot of best and worst of podcasts dropping in the next little while. Of course, follow the socials for everything that we do to keep updated of all the shows that we'll be doing because can't wait to to talk all about it. Can't wait to see John away again. Doing a show with them is always fun, but in person. And what was the, the big shocker when we last chatted to John and Way over Zoom or something? It was Pollock who was like, so uh, after the show, you guys uh, want to get a drink? Yeah. Whoa. Look at that. He, he's got two kids and now he's like, I need out. <laughs> I'm trying dry January, but I will make an exception yeah, we, if, if yeah, Joe yeah. Poe is like bringing out the J.R. Ewing. Yeah. Know? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. We're going to Dallas next Sunday. Also, we we like didn't want to. We know John's a busy man. We know he's got his kids. He's yeah. got the site and the, the podcast. So we didn't want to like bother him this year. But now I'm hearing, like, on shows he's done, like, I was kind of expecting the boys to ask me to do Home Alone 3 this year. Wow. So uh, we're calling you out, John. Next, like, we'll, next we'll get week. it done. Next, next, Sorry, next year. Next year, uh, Home Alone 3. Yeah, I felt like uh, Tony Khan. It's like all these wrestlers being like, yeah, I actually was, like, down to, to join AEW. You just never called you just me. You just never asked. It's like, oh, shit. All I needed to do was ask? Okay. Uh, yeah, we, we, we just had a lot going on, and we thought, give it a little breather here. So next next year, we'll do Home Alone 3. I'm Christmas Christmas is in the rearview mirror now. Yeah. It's, we're over Christmas now. But yeah, lots of fun uh, doing these shows with uh, John Away. I can't wait to do that. Uh, over on our Patreon, go give us a follow. It's only five bucks a month. And, um, oh, why is all of a sudden my computer playing sounds? But um, 
we we do a lot of shows. I mentioned that that punk show. We're doing is it recording. Yeah, it's recording. Okay. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> no, <you look> stationary. <laughs> Are you recording? Right Are you now? recording? I hope so. Um, no, what I was gonna say is. Um, we we also are going to be doing a Von Eric show, looking at this, the Iron Claw stuff. Would love some recommendations. I would recommend anything Pollock has put out on the Von Erichs and the Iron Claw because he's just a, obviously Pollock's the, the goat when it comes to this stuff. But it's been genuinely uh, an interesting listen and, and all the stuff he's been posting on postwrestling.com has been awesome as well. So check all of that out. We got a lot of shows uh, coming in the new year. I'm sure we're going to be looking at some up yours picks in the near future. We we skipped over Howard the Duck, so we got to get to that. Yeah, I it just... WH is down. Common, uh, yeah, I think January, hopefully, if we can nail everyone down, yeah. uh, we'll, we'll get our, our long-awaited Howard the Duck review out there. Everyone's just waiting for us yeah. to talk about Howard the Duck. But yeah, uh, we'll get that done as well. And we are back Tuesday night for New Year's Evil on the post wrestling feed right after NXT airs we will be live we will be chatting about it and uh, join us for the first show in just 2 days uh on in the new year it'll be 2024 it never stops <laughs> uh, we're recording this we're going to chat a little bit about world's end and then uh, we have a new year's wedding to go to we do yeah. shout out Tay and Aiden our friends getting married hitched tonight they they thought you know what? Why not do it on New Year's when everyone is when usually... no one's got anything to do. <laughs> <laughs> I like this no, idea. I think it's a great idea. Because I don't want to wait in line, pay extra, do all this bullshit on New Year's. Just so. party with some fun people. Yeah. No dickheads there. Uh, and as they said, it's like, it's great. We have an excuse every New Year's when we're invited to something and we just don't want to go. We yeah. can go, ah, it's our anniversary. Yeah. And also, don't ever forget when it is. True. That's a good Which idea. Good. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, no, looking forward to that. I had a bit of a uh a fright uh the oh, other day oh, yeah <laughs> uh the last wedding went to was uh way waiting we were the hosts uh we were the host of the wedding and it was kind of during the pandemic like it was sort of like semi-masked you know you could sit at your tables but it was still like that era when yeah. you're moving around you're in masks and it was in this window of time when everything was open um during that pandemic i'd uh like wasn't working so i uh stopped drinking for four months and i worked out every day and i right. was i was really skinny i put on my suit <laughs> and i was like oh i've i've changed a lot in those two years it so, wasn't even like i could squeeze in it was just whoa. like no these are like some child's pants oh you're trying God. to put on so uh and then it's the uh you you say well it does say no dress code just come to party I'm like, yeah, but that's like when a a girlfriend says, let's not do presents this yeah, year. Yeah, and yeah. you know, you still got to yeah. get them a present. Yeah. So, uh, but I feel good. I, I got myself a nice new jacket, which matches okay. some trousers I already had. Oh, okay. So nice. Yeah. Got my gold tie. Yeah. I'm ready to party. Like, it's not that, it's not that hard. You know, you can get suits and stuff. Like, I feel like girls got it a little harder. They got to like, you know, do themselves up a little bit, but guys just throw on a jacket and a tie. Mm. You're kind of. You're kind of set. So, yeah, we're ready to, to party tonight for New Year's. So follow our socials. <laughs> yes. <laughs> See us sloshed, I'm sure. But I uh, can't wait. It's in downtown Toronto. We're going to have fun. Walkable, which is fantastic. Yeah, yeah. it's going to be great. So happy New Year's to everyone happy out New there. Year. Let us know uh, what you're getting up to. Maybe you're spending it with us uh, via podcast or, or something. And that's cool, too. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, there was a pay-per-view last night. There is lots of news to talk about in the world of wrestling. Uh, I don't even know where we should 
uh, begin here. Uh, mm. Got to shout out my boy Killer Khan. Rest in peace. I saw the news. Uh, he passed away. I know you're, you. Maybe you're not too familiar. He is on our fridge. Mm. His autograph yeah. is on our fridge there. Um, but he uh, passed away. And uh, funny enough, I think some John or Way used my photo with him for their post wrestling update. But uh, I I loved it, meeting this guy and ch- I had a fantastic chat with him at his restaurant mm. in Tokyo for like over an hour chatting with him and uh how he uh I, I said I was from Toronto had a Blue Jays hat and he said like his he had fantastic moments coming to North America. He loved like being over here and he's had like quite big he, he was like pre WrestleMania kind of fame mm-hmm. and, and is known for like the, the Andre the Giant stuff. But uh yeah, saw some people uh spreading the love of Killer Khan. So rest in peace. He right. he also his bar was sick. He yeah. he cooked some he There's cooked some good food. It. He, I could be wrong. He was in a Korean area of a downtown, like Koreatown in Tokyo. Couldn't be mistaken. And I remember he was like, uh, letting me try some different foods. And then he'd be like mid sentence and be like, hold on and then go and pour a beer and then come back over. And like, he was just super friendly and would just answer any questions I had about wrestling. And I was nice. like telling him, Hey, I'm here for so the show. Yeah, he could speak. And he was like, uh, he was like, Oh, you came from like over here to, to go see wrestling. And he's like, Oh, it's now he's just, you know, he was just running this uh restaurant which i think uh i think that's where he he kind of uh was he passed out at his restaurant which which right. led to his death but yeah man killer con uh rest in peace mad kurt as well kurt yeah chapman uh only 26 years old wow. he was uh, pretty big on the uk indie scene um i very much enjoyed his twitter game as well yes. had a great twitter um but uh, yeah, no cause of death revealed, I believe, but uh, incredibly sad stuff and so young. And there were some tributes on World's End, especially from like Eddie Kingston. Yes, I noticed show. Eddie uh, a lot and commentary, yeah. definitely. But yeah, uh, wrestling, uh, these, these people are always like in our lives, even like wrestling community people. Yeah. Even, you know, it's it's a whole thing. So uh, we're always there for each other, which is which is good. But Sending all the love out mm. to to everyone there. But uh, what other stuff we got going on? Should we talk about the pay-per-view or should we talk about how everyone wants to talk about Chris Jericho? Let's start with Jericho and then get into the, into the pay-per-view. Yeah, because this would be something that shouldn't really be talked about mm. until kind of some dominoes fall into play, whether it was intentionally or not. And I'm I'm not really quite sure what to make of all of it, but yeah, uh, this Nick Hausman fella goes on a podcast, kind of compares Chris Jericho to Harvey Weinstein, which then, of course, the internet wrestling community detectives, mm. whatever you want to call them, start to go kind of uh, ache through all the different stuff and kind of putting pieces together from a story that was really a non-story. It was never really reported anywhere. This is was never a legit story, to, to be fair. But people allege there was some sort of incident that happened uh, years ago with Kylie Ray and how she had her exit from AEW. And now people are kind of uh, assuming or putting the pieces together that Chris Jericho had something to do with that. And yeah, obviously we're the, the fun party guys who like to talk about wrestling, but when serious stuff comes up like this in the world of it, it kind of reminds us of how stinky this business can be. So the Harvey Weinstein like comparison is you knowing you're in a position of power and using that potentially to your advantage, uh, sexually yeah. or relationship wise um putting someone in a position where they may feel that their career could be tainted if they don't 
follow through, something like that, right? Um, and what there was some tweets going out that Kylie Ray's kind of liked. It's always been a little mysterious with how she left. I think yeah, there there've always been these assumptions and rumors of uh, some kind of affair or event or something that happened uh, backstage for her sudden exit in the company and. Ever since then, she's obviously had some, been quite outspoken with uh, her mental health and has um, kind of been signed and left other companies as well. Um, but it's, uh, you know, it, it's all internet rumors and smoke. Innuendos, smoke um, and but like, when there's smoke, sometimes there's, there's sometimes fire. fire. Yeah, and for like, me, I think like Jericho is one where there has been like, little rumblings of this before but never anything substantial or sticking or anything yeah but it's it's a icky again area to yeah, look into really. it, it shouldn't even be uh, a story that is like looked at until she tweeted this all she tweeted was a heart emoji replying yeah. to someone on twitter who was talking about this mm. what does that lead most people to believe that yeah. that there is something there yeah. so that's why this has been like the the little bit of the like the wildfire that spread yesterday because of this and yeah i'd say if if she didn't tweet that that there would be a lot more people and reason to be like hey you can't just be like throwing things out there or without evidence or without that there still is no evidence and all that i'm a heart emoji doesn't account for really anything no. it's she still tweeted it though replying to this insinuating there is something there there is something related there is something going on or had gone on so obviously we might get to the bottom of some story there might be ndas and all these things that we don't really jericho hasn't signed an nda yeah he doesn't know apparently yeah so it it all is uh it all is like under watch here and again it's like become like the story that everyone loves to dogpile and jump on and and accuse and all this and obviously if things come to light and the story does come out and and stuff like yeah there 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 could be something here but as of right now like this is kind of other people yeah. going to bat for other people and you know it's it's always a, a a stinky situation but and tony khan didn't address it in the press no show, right no so he was and, asked but... and, and and that's another thing it's like well wait if this is like some non-thing she ha kylie ray has been on record multiple times saying no one made me leave aw there was no issues with AW. she has like said mm -hmm. this on very like very clearly and obviously that's something else people are like well she's she said it herself there was no yeah issue but you know how things work but yeah uh it's it's all like you you look at it like man is jericho instantly rubs jericho it puts jericho in light of like ooh, is this is this is this wrong and, and how they address it because <sighs> It's 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 bad because Jericho, one of my all time favorites, mm. full stop. You know who else I really loved? Russell Brand. Mm. He's had a I've had a really bad year for being fans of certain people, but as not I'm not someone to instantly jump on someone unless there is some some proof mm. or or things like that. And of course, I go that direction. I've watched the Russell Brand stuff definitely throughout my infant sorrow T shirt because I'm like mm, don't want to wear that one anymore. Mm. However, however, like to to jump on on things without people knowing and and all that stuff is is also wrong and yeah. and can be wrong for like a victim's case in in things like maybe they didn't want things to be out you don't you don't know that i i i think it's i think it's all like a a really 
kind of bad situation. But the thing that gets me is Jericho had time to tweet on Christmas about whatever the fuck he was going off about, probably drunk tweeting mm. at Christmas. I swear it was like in the middle of the night. Hasn't found time to tweet in the last little while. And I'm not saying that that, that goes either way, but I know in my position of being just a human being, of being a guy, if anyone said something up to me that put me in a position to, to, to accuse me of something, there's no way I, if, if I felt I was actually innocent, that I would not respond. To I that. think sometimes you're damned if you do and you're damned if you don't in that situation as well. Um, remember when the Matt Riddle accusations came out and he did post a public video and everyone was going, you shouldn't have done that. Yeah. And obviously it depends on delivery content, all of that, the message you're trying to get across. But I would imagine he's probably been advised not to. Mm-hmm. Uh, I imagine maybe he wasn't on the goose um, where he could have been Christmas morning. Uh, I don't know. Like it, it is difficult. I'm with you. Like you'd want to clear your name and get your side out there. But uh, sometimes it might be the approach just to be quiet and let it blow over. And if, if there's anything more going to come of it, it will come out. If it doesn't, it, it blows away. We've seen so many times in wrestling in the last few years where there's way more evidence than we have against Chris Jericho. I'm talking Vince McMahon. Yeah. Um, and it does just go away. I mean, that's, that's also a thing. Uh, people love to pick and choose which people they don't look that way mm. in, in supporting people, whether it's singers, actors, wrestlers, like I, there's a lot of people and friends who will be like, oh, I, that person's canceled to me. That person's dead to me. Oh, no, I won't do that. But I love so-and-so. And it's like, well, who are you to be the judge and jury here of who, like, you know, like yeah. the whole world is. And it's it's being a wrestling fan. We know it's like wrestling is a gross business. And for a little while, we were like, hey, maybe it's getting better. But if this is going that direction, I watched the clip of Tony Khan in the scrum wearing this hat and these glasses. Yeah, where'd, the, where'd that come from? I think it was Tony Storms. I okay, hope it was Tony right, Storms. Okay. But while someone's asking him a question, there's a pretty serious question about like safety and sexual harassment and stuff. He didn't name names yeah. in the question. He's answering the question seriously, wearing the glasses you and the take hat. take the hat and the glasses off. Like, geez. Can you imagine like Triple H doing that? Exactly. It's like, what the fuck? Like, Dude, like, just get someone else to do these things at this point. You've already established you're not good at these things. Mm. CCCM Punk. Yeah. <laughs> just don't do Get someone else. Yeah. Get Dan- get any fucking one to do these things instead. Yeah. If that's the case. Because he never answers questions. Never or even answers- have someone, like, you know when, uh, like, WWE do those, like, quarterly financial things. Yeah. And it's like Vince McMahon starts, and then he's like, over to you, Nick. Yeah. And he just... Exactly. He needs a Nick Khan. Like he needs someone who is, you know, incredibly well trained, uh, in public relations and that kind of thing. Cause, and, you know, can refer, like he can sit there and chime in when he wants to, but he isn't good at it. And yeah, just the talking about something serious. Like, and I think his answer was valid as well. Like he, he can't really comment on it until. Like, based on just, you know, Twitter, really, he's got to, like, he's not going to throw Jericho under the bus. Yeah. And he d- also doesn't want to 
out and out deny it if shit is going on in under his company. So I think his response was fine, but <laughs> take off the fucking fur hat. <laughs> so ridiculous. So ridiculous. Yeah. It's like, man, if he knew of something and it's, it's been time and now it's coming out, like that's definitely a bad look for Tony Khan. Yeah. Because he's one who loves to be like, ah, look at Vince McMahon. He's a terrible human being. And then he hired Ric Flair. Exactly. Yeah. So it's, it's weird. It, it's, it's very strange. I mean, same with people obviously jumping on the Ric Flair thing coming to AEW. What's funny is Jericho is one of the people being like, ah, screw, screw everyone, man. You're Ric Flair. Just, just come on. And, and Chris Jericho is the narrator of the dark side of the ring episode. Yeah. Will he narrate his own episode? in the future that would be danielson won't it <laughs> that was the other thing this fucking tony khan's like oh, i don't want to answer this question i'll get back to my disciplinary committee fuck off man oh danielson's in the back putting his eye back in like <laughs> god damn it like i love this company but let's be honest it's falling apart like what's going on like it's just like every week there's now something else that all the people that were the like day one supporters traveling to the shows, just going to support are like, huh, WWE's good again. And this is becoming the like fun you know thing what, to hate. Though, I know it's a cliche, new year, new me. Yeah. But I think they've got a real opportunity with that now. You know, you've Guess got we'll um you've got a new world champion, so and you've pretty much ended the devil story now. We'll be going into MJF Adam Cole, whenever that is able to happen. Um, maybe someone like a Jericho could take a little break for a little bit. We can focus on the Sting retirement tour, which is doing great. Like it's like the tickets for Revolution are crazy yeah. the way they're selling. And you can focus on like your Swerve Stricklands, who is so hot right now. I think it's a good opportunity to the end of the year ended as a bit of a wet fart, but I think now it's well. We've got a a brand new page we're starting here, yeah. so uh, they they can turn it around. I, I want them to. I love wrestling. Full stop. I watch it. I love this show, and I want it to succeed. But like, yeah, I can see the criticisms and why people are turning on this company, turning on being such the fan. I also feel though, as soon as people don't like something, they nitpick even more. Sure, and they criticize things that would have been there in year one. But like now it's like, cause they're just down on the company. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Of course. It's like every little thing. Yeah, it's we're like, guilty oh, of it. it's dying. Yeah. It's like, well. Yeah, yeah, we're, we're, we're definitely guilty of it. We like to nitpick when it comes to wrestling. It's kind of our job, but like we love, uh, wrestling full stop. And it's like, it felt like it feels like a lot of people, a lot of people we came into going to these shows, seeing, talking to people, friends of the podcast, all this stuff. I'm seeing a lot of people being way more negative on it. Mm. We, how many of our friends in the New York area were like, yeah, am I even going to that show yeah. tomorrow? So it's like, wow, okay. So uh, it looked like there was a lot of people at this pay-per-view we're going to talk they about. They said it was sold out. Yeah. Um, sold out of their sold out, roped but, off areas, uh, but yeah. About 10,000, according to Cage Match. Yeah, okay. It's pretty good. So yeah, uh, obviously the Jericho thing is what everyone kind of wants to to discuss and stuff. But I mean, like at this point, it's becoming a story. Will things come to light we'll have to see to ch before we kind of point fingers and definitely you know yeah do that kind of thing but obviously uh it's something a lot of us wrestling fans are gonna mm. be looking at and watching and seeing if any developments come out of it or if nothing ever comes out of it which is maybe equally as bad for like not not talking about it is also something that could be very 
damning, mm. uh, at least for me. So, uh, I hope, I hope it's not because again, this guy was as a kid, one of my all time favorites. It's, it's, it makes me feel weird. You now, know, I, I saw most, I was catching up on most of this after the pay per view and I was seeing stuff. Um, did Ricky Starks not work at all with Jericho in this match? Because uh, I know he was playing like the staying on the apron and Big Bill and uh, Hobbs taking most of it. But then the image is going around of him like flipping him off, flipping yeah. off Jericho and I think tagging right out. So okay. obviously he's a heel and that can just be a yeah. heelish thing. But a lot of people are seemingly reading into that as well. Yeah. Yeah, maybe. I'm not, I'm not sure. But I mean, the crowd... People, half the crowd's still singing his theme. Yeah. Cause you know, half these people aren't re- internet wrestling fans. Good song. <laughs> it is. I, it, it is. And it's like, Hey, people are, you know, there to be a wrestling fan. It's not like they're going to know about this. Yeah. So you could tell certain people with the signs and the chants and the booing mm. and stuff. But at the same time, like half the audience there isn't going to be smart fans. They're just going to be like, Oh, wrestling's in town. Let's, yeah. let's go to that. And I mean, as much as uh, everyone in, again, internet wrestling community and wrestling podcasts and stuff like that, that's just a small fraction of the wrestling world. Like all, if all those people don't fill arenas, it's everyone else mm. that comes and fills in, in these seats. So yeah, uh, it's, it's a, it's a, it's a bad situation. And I hope uh, only good things can ever come out of it, but I, I don't know. It's, it sucks. I, I knew speaking out was a big, good thing that happened in wrestling and, it's kind of been a while where I'm like, hey, is wrestling okay again? No, it's, it's still wrestling. All right. <laughs> well, shall we get into the show itself? Yes. Let's talk about some world's end because the world is ending. Shout out some people in the chat. Shout out Jesse Hyde, Dickie Bird, Megan, Martin. Hello. Happy New Year, everybody. Um, yes. Let's talk about it. Should we go through from front to back here? I th- yeah, let's start. Uh, well, we did have a... Uh, Zero hour kind of thing. I didn't check it out, but Willow beat Chris Statlander and Killswitch won the battle royal for the TNT title shot anytime, anywhere. And as soon as they announced that stipulation, like last week, two weeks ago, I was like, mm. could tell you where that one was going. Yeah. Uh, Killswitch won that. Yes. <laughs> uh, is he still a dinosaur? Uh, no, he's a switch now, isn't he? Cause he's like, now he's like gray colors. He's like, Jurassic Park 3, the right. Spinosaurus. Yeah. That's kind of what he's looking like. Uh, and then Hook defeated Wheeler Yuta. Oh, man. Did you see Wheeler Yuta's just... His... I didn't see anything from Zero. I, I didn't watch this, but then I saw the clip of him. He's cutting a promo. Right. And he says, like, Long Island sucks or something like that. Yeah. And just quiet. Aww. Fucking poor Wheeler Yuta. Poor Wheeler Yuta. Yeah. Blackpool Combat Club kicked off the show, though, the actual pay-per-view, with the eight-man tag team match. Take It's all the losers of the Continental Classic. This was the most New Japan booking ever. Sorry, do you mind if I just... I, the, the clip literally came up, oh. as you, and I didn't even search, so I'm just going to watch this Eula, Wheeler Yuta thing for, for the lols. <laughs> Pretty quiet, yeah. <laughs> That's poor some you. polite booze. <laughs> yeah, poor guy. Uh, so we did kick things off with all the losers from the Continental Classic. Uh, Claudio, Brian, Mark Briscoe, and Daniel Garcia taking on Brody King, Jay White, Jay Lethal, and Roosh. Man, poor Mark Briscoe. He's in a match with two guys named Jay. Yeah. 
It's got to be pretty like triggering to be yeah. like, oh, I got to tag in Jay. And then Jay is there beating like me up. Yeah. yeah. Oh, man. Uh, I actually really love this match. I, I thought this is a great way to open it. Yeah. Uh, I kind of, there were, there were certainly things I, I liked about the Continental Classics and things I didn't like. What I did like was I felt, felt most of the people had a story in this tournament and coming out of it. You know, there was the, the story of Daniel Garcia trying to shed the sports entertainer thing, trying to be a wrestler, but still being on a bit of a losing streak and then getting that big win over Brody King. Uh, similar with, with Mark Briscoe trying to, like, I like how they were saying, like, uh, this is his rookie year as a singles wrestler, yeah, like, yeah. which is like, you know, playing with the narrative a little bit, but I kind of liked that. It's like, okay, this is his year going out as a serious singles competitor. And obviously him getting that win over Jay Lethal. Jay Lethal being in a bit of a funk and maybe questioning the people he's been hanging around with coming out of this. Uh, and then your, your real like contenders like Brian Danielson giving Brody some big wins as well. Um, I, I, I definitely, there were things I liked about it. I, my criticisms with the whole tournament are still the stakes of it. Um, yeah, it should have been for something bigger, but by the end, and I thought those, those semi-final matches on dynamite this week, especially Eddie Danielson was excellent. So I thought this was good. I got that kind of Royal Rumble survivor series yeah. thing with yeah, this, yeah, where yeah. you're suddenly, Oh, Jay White and Danielson are in the room. That was together. the, yeah, that was That's the part really they've cool. never touched before. No, think, and, yeah. I, and I liked it for all those little teases they were doing, uh, the storytelling going way back with, Garcia and Danielson with Danielson interrupting his entrance and then Garcia like taking the win and sort of Daniel Garcia being a bit like I think you're a bit of a, a prick and and Danielson may be like nodding a little and it's like yeah that's you're a bit of a prick too like yeah I I thought it worked as just a really entertaining eight man but also like developed a few little things as well because like a huge criticism I have of this company is you got Daniel Garcia starting to get really over last mm. year that was working I mean we, we went to like a bunch of dynamites where he was like main he main evented a few like he was he was in a in a in a mood there he was he was on a on a way up and whatever they did with that storyline just completely fucked it up and like dropped the ball hard, completely became a dis- recast him with Sammy. They, yeah, they mixed it. They met, I don't know what the, the backstage, whatever, whatever happened, but all of a sudden it's like Matt Menard is Jericho. And like, I think they've course corrected quite well. Cause I think over the, the case, like the, the path of this tournament, uh, Matt Menard playing Jericho has become really good he's good he's but like, it's like what? he's like the he's like the dad at a football game who's just yelling at his kid all the yeah. time and i actually find it i find it better than if jericho was doing it because i think garcia is the bigger star than menard so i i think it's actually working right it just all of this should have been a year ago yes you know we uh what was the was it full gear where, where it was the four-way for the roh title Full gear last year that we went to. Okay. Wasn't it Jericho, Danielson, Sammy, and Claudio? Okay. I think. Yeah. Like, that should have been Garcia yeah. then. Yeah. We're talking over a year. This, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, the the matches with Danielson, I believe, were in the summer of 2022. That's right. Before joining JAS and yeah. all that. Um, Like, this should have happened a year ago, but I'm pleased now they've realized and yeah they are they do seem to be pushing him seriously and he's now the wrestler 
who has the dance rather than the yeah. dancer who wrestles. You know, it, like it's it, so it's so weird. Like, yeah, this this all should have been last year. It should have been Jericho being his like manager, being healing it up, and then finally him being like, you know what, I gotta join Danielson. And just the moments in this match went. I, it made me go like, oh, they're going back to this, which they should. And the crowd reacted to it. So, like, pretend all that other shit never happened and just go into Garcia joins them. And I don't know if I want to see him join them. I think at he, this point... He's already wrestled them. At this point, he should be, I want to prove myself on my own. And I don't mind Matt Menard as, like, a corner man, but I don't think a faction is necessarily what he needs right now because like them you know giving the looks like they could wrestle again really love whenever they tangle as mm. well but like i think i think he's get he's definitely in the face run and like yeah. should be should be in all the spots that sammy was in the last year it just something clearly happened where they dropped something yeah. and i don't know what it was but they really fucked it up and his like popularity is still going up and he could be a, a main like character in this show and he was already getting to that way and then they just pulled it back mm. so I'd say one of the highlights of the show were like literally the end of this match when Garcia wins and Danielson keeps like looking over at him like, hmm. So there's something there. And they had my attention because I genuinely think Garcia is, is awesome. He's tremendous. So yeah. like, yeah, I can't wait to see them use him properly. And if this is a kind of a little bit of a reset, uh, I'm totally in. But yeah, this New Japan losers of a tournament style match actually really got me going. I know this pay-per-view like didn't necessarily hit like most of AEW's shows for me. It felt like a bit of a super dynamite, a bit of a super collision, if you mm -hmm. will. But I thought this was still a, a fun. Yeah, it was, a, it was a good way to open the show. Uh, so Garcia wins that one. We'll see what happens going forward. Our next match. And Jay Lethal as well. So continuing Jay Lethal kind of. He's got the heat. Being the fuck up. <laughs> got, where's J Jeff Jarrett and yeah. Satnam and all them. Uh, we had WWE SmackDown Miro. Oh, wait, sorry. Uh, Andrade El Idolo. Thank God he's going to change his name again because I, I still can't pronounce it properly. Kevin Kelly's like, thank. F oh, is he even in the fucking thing? Is Kevin Kelly even still in AEW? Uh, he wasn't there tonight. Yeah. No. <laughs> uh, Miro beat Andrade in a WWE singles match with uh, Lana ringside. You know what? I was actually excited to see these two tangle up. I didn't think their their match was that exciting, but something for me that I dread is Lana. Uh, CJ in, in WWE did not like whatever she was doing with the whole Bobby Lashley, mm. uh, Miro, whatever stuff. And here I was like, whatever. She's a, the storyline you, you could see a mile away coming that she, this was the outcome of whatever, but like it just makes Andrade look stupid, but it seems like he's gone anyway. So is that so? His, it's, his it's, contract yeah, it sounds like he's, he's going to be showing up in the LWO real quickly as soon as like the rumble, you know? So. Right. Triple H is like, come over here. I got you. You're my guy. I'll help you out here. So it looks like that way, especially losing here. But CJ Park, sorry, what's her name? No, that's someone else. CJ uh, Perry. CJ Perry yelling in the middle of the match. Is this what you wanted? Look what you did to my finger. I was like, get the fuck yeah. out of here. This is so stupid. I'm, I am, I'm hot and cold on Lana, like CJ. I think she has been uh, really good at times. I think the initial run with, rusev was like good right? back in the day back in the day like i think she is very confident on the mic it's uh it's material like i i don't think this has been the best material for her and as you said it that it was very clear where it's going i really didn't like the beginning of this match the first half was very dull yeah. i thought and the crowd were just like sitting on their hands there was even at one point like 
uh, Miro like locked in a side headlock as Raw rolls on. You know, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. But I, I, it did pick up later in the match, and like I did think it, it picked up a bit. Um, I just think, um, like I feel both have been damaged in this company by the uh, stop and start stuff, and I think we all saw their potential in WWE, and were hoping when they'd come to AEW that they'd uh be pushed a lot heavier than they were um Miro like they started with that whole Kip Sabian bullshit and <laughs> and whenever he locks in game over I'm like oh yeah fuck you were the gamer oh like, yeah and but then I thought they did really well with his TNT title run and then he disappeared and he comes back for one pay-per-view a year it seems since then like he was someone I think I I think mainly during Hangman's reign should have had a a world title like shot you know a story i think like the big miro against hangman would have been pretty good but they were it's this weird we want to protect you so you're not gonna work yeah and therefore like after a couple of years of that you're just not invested in these you're not two. interested anymore so you're watching this match and you go i don't really whoever wins cool but i see them being off tv again for a few months and either appearing elsewhere or just oh yeah we've got fuck we've got to dust off miro again a pay-per-view so yeah um yeah this this was on the lower point for me yeah uh like i love i love miro but everything you just said is totally true it's like ever since they brought him in here he's just kind of been not used properly and just kind of chilling and he's like kind of been somewhat vocal about it as well same with andrade so much that he's gone so okay like, dicky's saying that tk confirmed in the press of that andrade's gone yeah he's going home yeah uh, lwo i mean look at the the stuff going on with that whole storyline ray mysterio is coming back from injury for wrestlemania time like bro it's gonna be, it's gonna be good uh, but what what side is will he be on that's will he exactly be an LWO? It. that's will he exactly be it you don't know legato yeah exactly so i'm i'm definitely intrigued like like you know we're big fans of him out there never forget almost gargano and yeah. chill you know what i love his back elbow he does yeah. and i loved how he did it here where he like faked out with the big boot and then just clobbered him in yeah. the air it was it was nice he's fan he's a fantastic wrestler i can't wait to see him and santos and ray and all these guys like yeah they're gonna and then fucking book that book that big pay-per-view in mexico so if you have right you've got ray carlito joaquin raul and zelina right zelina and andrade have to be back together well okay but then you've so maybe Zelina joins Santos and you get Santos, Andrade, Zelina, Gaza, and Umberto. Okay. And maybe Ray can get Electra Lopez. Uh, I don't know. Like if you, if you want a five on five, yeah. like five on five with them. I would, I don't think Zelina be wrestling. singles and a woman. No, like yeah. she doesn't have to wrestle, but like we'll see. to like balance it. Or, think, or maybe he's just chilling. Like there was what Charlotte was just at one of his matches hmm. in. Ah, she's going to be chilling for a while, isn't she? Oh right, she's injured. Yeah, I see him going back to the Fed. It the, the whole Rey Mysterio LWO stuff. Like yeah, he fits in yeah. perfectly. They were kind of doing that storyline with like you know before Vince decided not to. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so it's like hey, uh, go for it. Yeah, I'm I'm excited to see him back because I'd say his AEW run wasn't really a hit. No, some again some good matches, but it was. It was never anything, no meaningful story or anything. Like, he had some good matches in this tournament. Uh, obviously, the Cody on fire match probably sticks out. Uh, his Derby 
feud, you know, the coffin match, that was pretty good. But yeah, yeah it was so yeah. few and far between. Uh, yeah. Mainly because, all right, he didn't like Sammy Guevara, so he'd be on the other show. Isn't that it? <laughs> it's like, oh, Sammy's injured. I'll do my first match on Dynamite in two years. It's just weird. Like this guy, somewhat of a big star coming from Mexico, especially years ago, became even bigger, I guess, with the, the help of WWE, NXT and everything. And then here, it just felt like another guy. And then like you have all these other like huge luchadors like they never they never promoted like yo big pay-per-view match penta andrade you know any anything like they just never really capitalize and it goes back to oh it's he's a star so he can't lose kind of thing as i, I don't know I, i'm happy I'm, i'd be much happier to see him back in wwe at this point because i think he'll have a way better run yeah. i mean they yeah they fumbled him as well they had him with vicky then they had him with Chavo. Oh my God. Yeah. Then they, oh yeah. Jose, like Jose. It, it was, man, what's Jose going to do? Just walk around without a shirt. Yeah. Without Andrade. I guess so. Wow. Oh yeah. no. Is he with Roosh and the lads? Oh yeah. Maybe. Yeah. True. True. Yeah. We're going to see Andrade facing Dragon Lee in WWE and Roosh is just on the other show. Like fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Fucked up, man. Uh, so Andrade, pour one out. Pour one out. We always pour one out when someone leaves a company, and yes. that's. Uh, yeah. I, so I am behind on the news, guys, but pour one out, Kevin Dunn as well. Oh yeah, yeah, that's right. We will talk, maybe talk about yeah, that a good, little bit. Good stuff. Uh, yeah, they cut him. Isn't he the one who always yeah, does the, the cuts? cuts. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what else happened on this show? Timeless Tony Storm putting her title on the line against Riho. Uh, I, I, I kind of actually got into this a little bit, uh, not one of the better matches on the show, but still, uh, I I'm enjoying Tony storm, but someone out there's job has got to be to know when to do that, like zoom in black and white thing. Yeah. Cause I don't think they've ever hit it. No. Not once. <laughs> so Tony and the producer of the match in your next match, what you do is you go, okay, when I give you a signal, that's when you do it. Instead of just doing it, and then they go, okay, do it now, and she's already yeah, moved on. And maybe from doing have it. it as one point in the match. Don't do, do it, it all the have time. Have it like the rainmaker pose. Yeah, you know. Yeah, you hit a power slam and you stand, and then you do do your, it before the butt attack. Pose. Do it yeah. for the before the butt exactly. attack. So when you have the girl in the corner down in the thing, and she's waiting to get hit in the face by their by her butt. Mm. That's when the producer goes, okay, now she's going to do the thing. Because every time she does the pose, they then hit the uh, the black and white and the zoom effect thing. But she's already moved away from, like, the thing. So this this match and then, like, last week, and I swear the week before, they tried it as well. I was like, can you not, like, mm -hmm. like I know I work in TV. I'm not a cameraman or producer or anything. But, like, it's you, you keep missing it. You keep missing it. So, like, maybe try something else if it doesn't hit. <laughs> Yeah, I, I thought this was okay. Yeah. Uh, it, it felt kind of like a, a dynamite match. Uh, I like Riho and, um, me too. And, but again, she's someone who disappears forever and then comes back and, and then waves. The main story is, oh, she, she was the first one to win the title. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, the Tony stuff is a little too far for me. Um, but I mean, I appreciate that she completely stands out against the rest of the division you know she does feel like one of the stars there and people seem to like it it's a little too goofy for me but yeah. um the match was fine no real stakes i don't think anyone really bought Riho winning this thing i didn't even know why she had the title shot to begin with but yeah ran out i think That's she came out and waved yeah I and they're so. like oh shit she's been champ before yeah i i like rio but yeah i was like yeah whatever 
Swerve Strickland facing Keith Lee. Okay, we watched. I watched not live, right? Right. So think about it. Saturday all day. Mm. I was busy. Mm. Was my family doing family stuff, eating some banh mi, and then I watched pay per view today. Out comes Gold Dust. Yeah. What went through your head when Gold? Did you know that? I he, knew, okay. I, knew he was gonna play. <laughs> I was like, what the fuck's going on right now? So, uh, okay. Uh, how do I put this? Gold Dust. He's looking great. Dustin dyed his hair blonde like Cody, looking good, in great shape. Mm -hmm. That's glad to see he's still wrestling, not knocking that. It's a pay-per-view. First of all, why was the Keith Lee match even the fucking match? Swerve is the hottest character going right now Mm. on your show, and you booked him on a pay-per-view to fight Goldust. Okay, I'm going to argue with that. Um, Swerve's been in this tournament. He made it right to the... He lost. well, he made it to the. Did semi- he win? He made it to the semifinals, and he wasn't <laughs> pinned. You know, yeah. so he had he had one of the best showings in the tournament. Yeah. He's one of the hottest acts right now. He is. You'd be disappointed if you went to this pay per view and he wasn't on it because Keith Lee's out. And and I think when you're, I think putting him in just making that eight man a ten man, he'd have felt like not as big a start either. So I think you wanted him in a singles match, and I think the. The Keith Lee thing hasn't ever been paid off. So to like hot shot a match and just quickly like I, I didn't mind it. Again, like this Keith Lee match should have happened ages ago. Two years ago, I think. Yeah, but I think I kind of was like, okay, you know what? That gets Swerve on the pay-per-view. Um, has a match with a story that's already ready. Um, I kind of I I thought Keith Lee's promo on collision kind of like set it up quite well it's like kind of oh you've been ducking me all this time you've done all this shitty stuff and then you keep going on the other show or being in a tournament or stuff like that so i thought they did it all right so i I think they actually made the best of a bad situation here and uh i like dustin rhodes he looked good i don't think they made the best of a bad decision i think okay if you what you said is like is true if if they had nothing else for swerve like yeah the keith lee match okay they never did it before Mm. i was totally okay with that but then to then be like oh actually i'm injured i can't do this match i think is the the reason why right he was injured or or something yeah and i feel like that's been his mo since wrestling in this company so like i'm done with the old wizard dude now i'm done with it no i i'm over keith yeah i'm so over it man it's uh and it's unfortunate because it could be health issues and things so but like again it's again going back to andrade and miro and daniel garcia's story and all that it's it's the hot and cold nature of it but i think out of everyone like dustin kind of made sense because he is the tag partner and then (laughs) swerve was just super evil beating the shit out of yeah him, i'm sorry I, I quite enjoyed I, like it's a pay-per-view like f- i wouldn't even watch this match on collision mm. like i would skip it and you know what i i skimmed through it today i i had no interest i saw him use the cinder block and i was like okay i guess he's injured gold dust and then it's like nah he's actually still gonna wrestle i'm like but but that's how you took out keith lee mm. so like wouldn't he be as injured as keith uh, Dustin's been around like he can he's a natural yeah yeah I'm sorry I'm devil advocate no, I thought I, this I, was bad I'm, I'm sort of I'm in the middle like this should have been something on a dynamite yeah. and like I thought the beatdown angle was good uh I think it makes sense it 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 heightens the feud for when you do go hopefully soon to the Keith Lee match but I do also feel like people wanted to see Swerve live 
you in wanted a singles, to see them, yeah. they want to do the nana dance and all that i'd be i so, i wouldn't have it wouldn't have uh like fulfilled my oh i got to see swerve yeah but who did he face gold dust mm-hmm. like i'd be as as mad as as anything i think he's the hottest character they should have come up with something a bit better than this whole storyline to begin with it they wouldn't have been in that it problem if they had like but why what else could they like yeah unless you didn't have him in the tournament to start with and you were building a different like, program what else would you have done in the space of three days like like right, what it is he he's a heel but he's like the really cool heel right now and if it was jay white who was pinned swerve's instant gripe could be like you know what fuck you you were pinned face me at the pay-per-view yeah. whatever okay literally anything and the crowd wouldn't have, would have walked out with seeing a, a proper match i'm again i'm i'm just bashing on mm. gold dust but like i'm sorry I, it's you so someone wanna you Protect don't want to beat jay white like yeah. a drum either yeah, yeah, and yeah. it's like it yeah there's there was there was like so many things that there's like if yeah. you were trying to trim down this pay view i'd have absolutely taken this out but i i do kind of get it yeah as well i i, I again like i'm like oh, fucking dustin's on his retirement tour he should be on the pay-per-view when's his contract he pulled out a, a canadian destroyer it was great when's uh when's his contract up he's got a joint Unless he signed an extension it must be i mean he's a day one isn't he like cody sean spears dustin the factory's I- the, the nightmare factory is back. Yeah, du- du- I'd love to see Dustin back. You know he's WWE going back just for just for that Cody moment. Cody's texting him. Don't worry, like, I'm getting you back. Yeah. So yeah, I, I'm 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 sorry. I'll punch I'm sh- someone backstage, Dustin. <laughs> no, choke out Sammy Guevara or something. Yeah, fight someone. Yeah. Uh, I just like yeah, I'm being devil's advocate, but like D- Gold Dust on a pay per view in 2023, I didn't. I literally did not have time for that, mm. and I skipped through it. So I'm sorry, but. uh Swerve is the hottest act because then he beats him. He beats a guy he just beat up with a cinder block, which is a heel move. And yeah. people are just screaming, cheering for him, chanting next world champ. It's like, yeah. okay, what's going on here? So turn him baby face. But then as soon as you turn someone baby face, we don't like him. He loses coolness. Yeah, exactly. That's, Sorry, it's, look at MJF. But I, I think AEW just plays in this area quite a lot, you know, like, uh, and I, I see a lot of people see it as a negative. I don't really mind it. People like, some people love the same sports team that others absolutely despise, yep, you know? Yep. So I don't mind that BCC always plays in that gray area, you know? And yeah. I know some people really like defined heels and defined baby faces, but I think it works for some. Yeah. The next match, the sex gods, Jericho, Sammy, Sting and... The sex du- pests. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Taking on Ricky Starks, Big Bill, and... Teke- hey, Takeshita's in a match. Who? Yeah. And Powerhouse Hobbs. Uh, so... um Sting's on his retirement tour. Mm. Like, I thought in a weird way they were somewhat going to try to pivot to, like, Jericho Sting. I don't think that's the direction anymore. Mm. Uh, this match was all right. It had some cool stuff. You kind of mentioned early, Rick, earlier Ricky Starks and Jericho not, like, really interacting with yeah. each other. Uh, but I thought Takeshita is such a good wrestler, and I feel like they've totally fumbled him in the la- last few months as well. This guy beat Kenny, like, twice, technically, on pay-per-view, and then wasn't even in the... Th- tournament to crown champion or something i hate the don Callis fam yeah it's, it's, I, it's I think, over now. i think Callis is a great heel but he's he's somewhat got that maybe it's whatever's in the water in winnipeg he's somewhat got that jericho thing which kind of makes him the focus yeah and it doesn't really elevate the others around like a lot of people had forgotten sammy Guevara was even in this thing um will osprey's in it but there's no mention of him being in it it's yeah. Uh, Hob, he won't, he won't join it when who, he comes. No, Hobbs, who we keep on wanting to have 
like break how many times has Hobb broken out on his own team taz i'm breaking out on my own i'm joining tmz and <laughs> like i'm now joining this it's yeah i'm i'm not really into them as an act and i thought the uh the segment on on uh dynamite this week where sammy kind of turns against them like i, I it was, it's was it's kind of bullshit and even him he was like and you you've pinned uh you pinned omega twice and you you've you've done stuff as as well like <laughs> Kyle Fletcher's like what about me I mean he's like a champion now or something right he's a uh, TV, TV title champion. is that even a real title I don't know look uh you're you're right like I love Don Callis and what he can do for like being a heel and stuff but like I think I think it was Rampage or something I saw the clip where finally Takeshita and, and Hobbs were the ones mm-hmm. talking and I'm like it should just be that Don should come in set him up say some outlandish shit and then Takeshita talks mm. That's it. Like Takeshita has to be cutting promos. I know, obviously, English, second language, and all that, but he sounded good in the past. Hobbs can also talk, but he. Sort like, of. I don't even think Takeshita needs to talk. I think it. It. I think it started off fine yeah, with Don Callis being his mouthpiece yeah. and him being a killer, but then he disappeared in into Rampage verse. You know, like it's, it's just not the like. I think of the first time Takeshita came out with Callus wearing the leather jacket. I was like, whoa, this guy looks like he's coming out of like a video game, like an evil badass dude. And instead, it's been about like, and here's this painting of us shirtless. It's mm. like, yeah, it's funny for a second, but like, not how I envisioned this from the start of this storyline. How I envisioned it is Callus being like. This kid hasn't been doing anything. He works with me. He beats Omega twice. He works with me. I get him put into this tournament. He works with me. He'll be championed by like, that's all you need to do. And it would be like so more interesting instead. Hey, uh, here's a picture of a shirtless. It's funny, yeah. right? It's like, oh, uh, all right. So I just feel like they also have fumbled thing and it's a reoccurring thing. And we're just bashing AW. It's like, oh, they fumbled this guy. Well, actually, you know what? They fumbled this guy. They also fumbled this whole team. There's no, like, you know, like the Charlie Day board of, like, yeah. everything. You kind of need that, I think. Like, I think, uh, I, and I, it's something that WWE's been doing well recently, is the continuity element of it. And how certain events that happened six months, a year ago, are affecting this character's decisions today. And I, I think you should be, all right, who are the 10 people I'm focusing on? uh writing stories for and you select who they are and you map out like okay well where have they gone up to this point instead of like big show-esque heel baby face turns like sammy guevara's done in the last three years or or miro's takeshita's whatever just disappearing as soon as they're like you feel like there's steam being put behind them and it's it's no story ever seems complete you know like it's Okay, uh, Takeshita beat Omega twice. What was the follow-up to that? There was none. Like, he, he got relegated to just backline of the Callus family with now Hobbs is in front, but Hobbs ain't doing shit either. Yeah. So it, it's just, it's the wrestling's great. Like, they've got such a fantastic roster that, you know, put any combinations together, uh, you're going to get good matches, you know? But it's it's the other stuff where people are starting to drop off see the holes and be like well fuck this because as soon as i like someone they disappear for months yeah uh, it, it 
it's it's bizarre again not how i envisioned the story of Takeshta and his last year it's totally the garcia thing again yeah you had this hot breakthrough character that you just instantly like relegate to being someone's bitch and not talking and not being in tournaments and focused on tv is just so backwards so i uh, don't really know where you go with that as soon as osprey comes into aw he is not going to be partnered with them i am definitely sure of that like he'll just have his own united empire or something like not, but who, yeah who fucking knows? like osprey is, doesn't need a talker from watching him no. talk <laughs> since since being he should have been with he should have yeah, been a baby face going into web shouldn't have been like, <laughs> like to turn jericho baby face like two weeks before wembley to to be the baby face against a heel yeah. Osprey made zero sense. Yeah, it didn't make Just sense. have Jericho still as the dick. Yeah. And Osprey is the Yeah. I'm coming in as the But Don had to be the link there. It's yeah, like what bizarre. I yeah. Um yeah. Like this was fine. I still get a kick out of seeing Sting wrestle. Sure. You know, of course. uh I, I want them to heat up this retirement. What's his match? What's the match? I think it's gotta be Derby. Yeah. And I think it's it should close the show. Uh be super emotional. Sorry, I love you. Coffin drop with thumbtacks on fire. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> like, you yeah, know, yeah. Like, um, but yeah, I, I think the the Sting retirement tour is definitely a thing that they've got in their pocket. When is that pay per view? That's, that's the next. That's the next pay per view, right? Next one announced. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Wow. So maybe we get Darby. That that makes the most Darby, sense. It's it's either going to be Darby singles or they go for the tag titles. And like to win and vacate it or something like that, mm, which okay. I, I feel the single, I think Sting is capable yeah. of putting together a singles match with Darby. Like yeah. the stuff he does. Yeah. Like, yeah, I think he's fully able to do it. But then here, Goldberg for reasons. Oh, Goldberg's going to uh, TNA. He's the big signing there. So. Yeah. Um, he was shitting on Vince a lot this, this week. week. So, yeah. I, You'd hope maybe he's in the crowd for Sting. Like, put some WCW people in the crowd for Sting's retirement. Well, in a what, like Hugh Morris and and stuff in a box. Yeah, top, yeah, uh, yeah, WrestleMania yeah. seventeen. Yeah, the WCW. Shane McMahon brings him out. <laughs> no. I mean, he ain't the devil. No. Um, but yeah, and then, but again, here, Sammy Guevara getting the pin what, what on you, Ricky. On Ricky. So Jericho and Sammy are going to face them for the title. I guess so. Yeah, yeah. but you should fuck it. You should have had Sting pin him. I didn't understand. Sting and Darby against Bill and Rick. Yeah. Uh, poor Sting. Yeah, match, like, didn't, like, there was no stakes. Yeah. It was thrown together. Um, whatever. Next match, I'll be honest, also skipped this one. <laughs> I I only had so much time to watch the show today. And as soon as they said, uh, the stipulation of this match is biting is legal. And I went, sorry, who's this again? Oh, Yeah. Right. Uh, sorry, no offense, but I didn't have time. Uh, positives of the match. Uh, I like Julia Hart singing her theme song. That is also a good great. Theme. Yeah, that is good. Um, and then we had uh, the TNT title match. Nice. Okay. So I'm... Uh, Abaddon needs to get off TV. Right. She's fucking terrible. Okay. Uh, terrible. Uh, this is spooky was a chant that broke out during this. That was pretty fun. Uh, you, I think you saw Julia like try not to crack a smile. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's... Yeah, whatever. Uh, How many spooky people are there in this too, fucking show? Too many spooky. Show? Spooky dookie. Yeah. Sky, I like Black Heart is the name of their team, I mm. guess. Guy and Julie. Black and blue, yeah. It's dark blue. House of blue, yeah. Um, <laughs> Black and blue. Yeah, I'd like I'd like a serious both uh, women's title and, uh, and TBS. Yeah, sorry. TBS title. I'd like a bit more of a serious 
feud that maybe runs more than one match. Everything seems to be flavor of the month. All right, let's get out Rio for world title and Abaddon for this. Next time we'll get out Willow. And Willow Nyla can Rose. go for the world and Nyla go for this. And yeah. then, and it's just, they have the match, like the champ wins, you move on. And I, I think I'd like to see, try and get a bit more of a personal story going. I guess that's what something the sky that move. you can have, like we've seen with a lot of these, do a, a big dynamite title match with a, a rematch on the pay-per-view or whatever. And yeah, yeah I guess they they could be building with like with sky, sky would be the one to t- finally take it from her. Right. I, I assume, but yeah, uh, not interested in this like division and uh, Abaddon is someone who's not even really been focused. And all of a sudden she just put on a pay-per-view. I felt like gold dust again. Mm. I was like, wait, why? What yeah. is this? I don't even watch you on Collision, so yeah. why am I paying to watch you to oh, do? You've got to watch Collision. Yeah, I guess. Was there was there one tonight? No. <laughs> I mean, because they like, what do they do? They just tell the network. Actually, we have a pay per view tonight. It's like, I guess that's. I guess you yeah. can't like bump it to make it like Sunday Night Heat Collision, the the pre show. Like that's would be a smart thing to do. But yeah, next match TNT title no disqualification. Adam Copeland, the Cope, taking on Christian the Cage cage uh with Shayna wayne and nick wayne you knew where this was going as soon as adam copeland came out in his gear. i knew right away i have the figure of this specific gear as well uh it's his wrestlemania 22 gear uh against mick foley so you knew where this was gonna go with that outfit on uh fire I, I actually really enjoyed this. Me too. I think this uh this felt like uh it actually felt very like a new japan structure where they, they've changed it a bit more in recent years but i'm thinking those wrestle kingdoms always you start off with your your multi-person tag matches and a few of your junior heavyweight matches and then it's like you finally get your your big ic title match and your world title match and you, it's like back-ended yeah and that's definitely how this show felt it felt like all the first couple of hours could have been on dynamite there was some good stuff there like some good wrestling but now it was like, all right, now we're at the meat and gravy of yeah. this. And I, I, you know, these two Toronto boys love these two. Finally, get to see them. The Montreal Dynamite didn't live up because obviously it was setting up for mm. this match and the turn and everything like that. So I totally understand that and knew it was going to set up for this match. And uh, I loved the the back and forth between the two of them. Some creative stuff. The fire table going out. I was know- getting so nervous. Yeah, with that. but like, good. They had so many cans of that stuff in yeah. case, so yeah. they were prepared. Like, yeah, and. Then- and he didn't even really go through it. He just kind of like bounced <laughs> off of it, which is, you know, he's, he was selling like he died regardless. Yeah. So good for Nick Wayne and who I think has been great in this, yeah, in this role. Too. So, uh, this, this was all great until after the match. Uh, I was watching this, uh, earlier today with my, my girlfriend and she, like, she was in the room and she was, as soon as the match ended, she was like, Hey, that was, that was pretty like good. She's like half watching, mm-hmm. you know, playing the switch or whatever. And then this, the aftermath happened and she's like, Sorry, that's dumb. And I went, yeah, I, I did not like it. I, I I knew exactly where they were going with it when they announced anytime, anywhere mm. the TNT title match can happen. I was like, well, they wouldn't do that to Christian. It's got to be if Edge won it. And if Killswitch is winning it, he could just give it to Christian. And oh, that's what they did here. I was fine with it. Like, I do not need to see Edge holding the TNT title. I think there's yeah, way yeah, more yeah. to do with Christian having this thing. And I'll I th- tell you. I though, think you serve both masters. You get Edge, get his like he gets come the, up and so yeah. beats the shit out of him, wins, and still gets screwed, and still gets screwed. It's all it, so. I'll look at this glass half full. 
because it's going exactly where I said it needs to go. The crowd were chanting it. TLC. TLC. At the next pay-per-view, one-on-one TLC match between these two. Yes, you have my attention. I saw what they could do. They, 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 They did what they did in this match enough leaving enough out there to make you want to see them have that TLC match. I don't know if I want to wait till March. That's the one thing. Oh, right. Uh, Like, you could do a big dynamite, like, this match on, maybe. Sure, wow. Um, But... Wait, when when are they in Toronto? uh, It's March. It's end of March. It's after the pay-per-view. Yeah. Yeah. Um, But yeah, no, I, I thought the match was good. Like, I have seen groans about the... The like swerve at the end. I I really didn't mind it because I was going. What do you do with Adam Copeland as TNT champion? Yeah, like it. It feels. It just doesn't really feel like he he needs it. Um. Whereas I think Christian's doing such great work with it. So I uh, I didn't mind it. But yeah, and you can then have that definitive. TLC. You need that match between the two of them as uh, like uh, I'll say again. Huge fan of these two ever since. Like, some of the reason I love wrestling is TLC. All these people chanting that. Yeah, these two created some of the best stuff in wrestling. That's they're they've they've helped inspire so many young people and and wrestlers and stuff. And they're from Toronto. I've watched them wrestle a million times. To see them one more time have a ladder match together. They're old, so jumping off ladders and falling, I'm scared. So wear protection. Both delivering though. Aren't yeah, they? they are. So I'm like, yo, I hope you're wearing like some padding in your things because like getting thrown off at the age of like 50 and older like is not normal. So like, they're in fantastic shape. Like both of them look jacked. Yeah, they look pretty yoked for for being up there. So bless them. And I I legit didn't like the like swerve, but it made sense to go to that next match. So mm-hmm. I totally understand it. It got the heat back on Christian right away. I like, think maybe like this. There's a way, like, whereas the money in the bank is very es- established. Yeah. Whereas this, it, it just, Gave oh, it we're away. just going to do it for the sake of this. Maybe if you had it like months ago, yeah. this thing that yeah. he's had this contract. Exactly. Like something, it, it was just giving it away quite a bit. But. So Toronto show is March 20th. Mm. So I'm sure they'll do something there. But yeah, the revolution pay-per-view is March 3rd. So we, will we wait all the way till then? That's a long time. It is a long time, yeah. But I do suspect we see some sort of full metal mayhem or whatever the hell they call it. Ladder match, really. You know what? I was really let down, though. When they first broke up, E&C, they feuded when they were brothers, you know? They had a ladder match. I think it was No Mercy. It was was just okay. It was one of my, like, Um, I knew you guys were going to, like, kill it. And you kind of just didn't. So I want, I need that that back. And I know maybe they think the same thing. We're going to get it. Hopefully it delivers. Uh, so Christian is now the TNT title holder again, yep. which makes sense. Uh, and they're building to that, uh, you know, kill switch going back to Luchasaurus. And eventually, I think Christian whispered, remember what happened to Marco, Marco. again? <laughs> remember Marco? And he's like, fuck, okay. Yeah, he doesn't have a job, does he? <laughs> Where is Marco? What the fuck's he doing? Singing somewhere? Yeah. Oh, yeah. He was like on The Voice or something. Yeah. yeah. Sick. We go to our next- Jack Perry got suspended. Like- Stay under my wing, you know. Like, it's <laughs> look what happened. Look to what happens home. when you leave me. Yeah, true. And like, yeah, yeah. Nick Wayne's mom is funny. It's like clearly someone who's never like done, done this, this yeah. kind of stuff before, and she's being thrown into it. It's funny to watch. I think Nick Wayne is hilarious. He could be a big star down the line. Well, he's like 18, 18 19. Yeah, I think it's crazy man. 
We go to our next match, the championship final of the Continental Classic for the inaugural American Triple Crown Championship, which yeah. is the ROH title, the never the open weight title, strong. New Japan strong, never open weight. And now the Continental Championship. Yes. Okay. Eddie, uh, Eddie Kingston and John Moxley. Yeah, this is my match of the show. I thought this was excellent. Um, I think the last two uh, Kingston matches in particular, like I, I maybe put the Danielson one a notch above this. I think so too. Um, but I thought, uh, I think uh, Mox and Eddie did such a great job on Wednesday of making me feel hyped for, for this match, uh, bringing up all their previous history, the match yeah. they had at, uh, I can't remember which pay-per-view it was, but a couple of years ago. Um, and I, I thought they both brought it in this one, just a real like slog fest uh brawl strikes like i i really liked it and i thought it was a a really good like feel good moment at the end with uh you know mox completely leaning into the heel role during the match but it's always like a like a a big brother bullying his younger brother yeah. so like he earns his respect and i think danielson even on commentary was treading the line quite nicely of you know uh showing eddie respect but still being like yeah he's still fucking a bum. bum yeah king of um, bums no I, I thought this was great yeah uh, i i agree it was probably my match of the night on this show and it 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 made the the tournament for me like i could see through the smoke and mirrors that it's basically the same match as we book all the time but now we've made it into like the round robin style mm. and it, if it was all booked to like help get eddie over and give him this like spot and and push him like all for it because it does better for him than it would to your swerve danielson yeah marks right a absolutely and i think it has as i mentioned in the like eight man i think it has done a job of elevating some other people and getting some pe other people yeah. exposure on tv a little bit more um i want to see where they go with it from from now like with this title like something we've got a lot of titles now there's too many i want there to be some kind of differentiation between each thing and don't you dare say rounds matches <laughs> no but at least at least that is you know at least that is something like having otherwise like what is the difference between these titles i know a lot of people back in the day were sh shitting on the rankings thing but i'm kind of for that like if we want to go back to a bit more of a sports based presentation and trying to be different from wwe have have maybe rankings and divisions you know you you like you can break out of your uh international title division to move into the tnt title division or something like that but to just have singles matches for all these without any weight limits or anything it's like okay well we've just got four titles so is this one like do you send eddie on the road you know this is a title now which i think the international title was originally kind of going to be yeah but have him defend this at roh have the, him defend this at new japan have him you could loan it out to new japan for six months you could have a, a wrestler there win it and keep it over there for a bit because you don't need it in AEW all the time like yeah. i just want to what is the difference between these titles? Yeah. Um, Especially, so this this eats up the Ring of Honor title. The Ring yeah. of Honor title is no more. Yeah. So that tells me, why should I care about a show that doesn't even have a champion? So are they going to do this to all the titles and get rid of the show? Like, Or it's their, it's essentially their new championship, is it? that? That's what I want to know. Is it just going to be, what? is it going to be Eddie in, 
just in singles matches on Dynamite and Collision every week, defending this like any other title. Do keep it. Um, I mean, this didn't have a time limit, but keep elements of the uh, round robin. So this title is defended 20 minute matches, uh, like no interference, no one at ringside. You kind of keep those elements of it. So it is not with the rope breaks and stuff, but essentially they're pure title yeah. this is their wrestling title this is our no bullshit title you're not gonna get screwy finishes or anything right. with this i don't know i i don't like the idea of this this like i i like the idea of the tournament and i think you were right like the the winner should have just it should be later in the year and the winner gets the all-in spot like your wrestlemania yeah main event slot that's nothing is bigger than that mm. and creating a title that sounds oddly close to the intercontinental title and the international international title can can someone tell all these like wrestling bookers uh another word for world is global <laughs> another word for world is intercontinental yeah another no word for world is international they all mean the same fucking thing yeah at least wwe went what's bigger than world the fucking universe <laughs> like it's all it's all the same bullshit. yeah i i i i'm definitely nitpicking but like i i don't understand all these titles and now there's this this three titles are into one title and now eddie's this tri triple crown like i get it you're a fan of a all japan and let's do a yeah. triple crown thing with eddie he's a big fan he's wearing the kawada kick pads and everything cool i get it but like really what does this now do because what the hell is orange cassidy then what the hell is the world title what the hell is this title i it doesn't it it muddies everything and and for those who have seen the iron claw it makes the best sense you've ever wanted to understand what the fuck does a title even actually mean nothing it is a fucking prop watch the iron claw zach efron explains it in about two minutes to when he's on the date yeah she goes oh well, why do you want to be champion he explains it's what it actually means it means yeah. being good at what you've done so so yeah. not everyone can get a promotion. I would say have... Uh, Why is everyone a champion? You know, keep it like... Make it more established that the like international championship is a championship that is defended weekly in open challenges. You know, that that's kind of what they've done with it anyway. Like, Orange right. has defended it pretty much. But that's everywhere. like every other fucking title they have. No, but like clearly like define them a bit more. Okay. Have this one as this is 20-minute matches, no BS, and it can be defended in all three companies so you can loan it out to a company for a few months and then and then your tnt is like your secondary and you got your world so new japan just went yeah you guys can take our title and defunct 16 it. titles yeah i i'm just oh this this doesn't help like the problems that they have mm. just adding ah uh, let's just give eddie a title now it's like well there's already like six other ones mm. so like doesn't matter and it's 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 not a way to get new fans and keep track of things it just makes things like more confusing. Well, I, I think yeah i think new fans coming in are like, like wait so what? who is who's who the is champion the champion who's the champion again wait okay okay cool but wait who's the women's champion oh there's two of those two okay wait oh but who's the tag team champions oh you mean the six-man tag team champions no, no 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 i meant the roh tag team champions oh right okay but what about the roh six-man it's just <laughs> to like cover the fact that they can't come up with ideas stories yeah are not about titles about personal matters so like yeah love love the match between eddie and mox and the whole story that he finally beat him it's like what kawada Masao, all that stuff cool he beat mox just the way it's like being 
kind of the smoke and mirrors of, and it's a new title. And it's like, okay, well, what does that really, like if it was, Hey, Eddie gets a shot at the next pay-per-view for a world title match, mm. that be a bit better and a bit cooler. And will Eddie walk around with all three titles like Roman Reigns for a little bit? Yeah, maybe. Or he just comes out with the new it's one. a lot to carry around. The new one looks, it looks really nice. It, all their titles look nice. I couldn't tell you the other one apart, though. If you put them into his side, I'd With be like, fuck, yeah. is that the same title? Because big and shiny. there's though. some pictures floating around today of what Joe's title now is, which is also a changed edition of the AEW oh, title. Oh, because not with the Burberry, right? But like, it looks like they made the AEW logo a little smaller. I don't know if that's legit or not. I mean, he, he hasn't come out on TV yet so with the title. Right. So hopefully they don't change that one. But yeah, uh, too many titles going on in, in AEW. But I did like that match. Our main event. Samoa Joe taking on MJF. I loved the intro video for MJF and his Long Island thing. Uh, the scumbag. The scumbag. Yeah. The the one lady being like, yeah, we and bleep, bleep, bleep yeah. in his car until we bleep, bleep, bleep. Uh, the other guy's like, no, I'm not saying that. And then he gets beat up and he's like, yes, he is my scumbag. I, I thought that was very funny. Um, and Samoa Joe didn't care about Long Island because he beat mjf mm. that muscle buster on the apron yeah. looked fucked oh man uh pretty good match didn't get to maybe the level didn't maybe even get to the level of their last encounter mm. for me uh, obviously if mjf is working injured that sucks and definitely can i could be wrong but i don't think he could raise his arm every time he was wrestling he was going like this lifting his other arm to do moves and i'm like either you're really good at acting or like you should not be wrestling well he legit tore his yeah. rotator cuff but did you notice that anytime yeah. anytime like the kangaroo kick he lifts his arms up he was going lift yeah and then posing and then he could put the arm down i'm like whoa man like that's scary i yeah i i thought it was a, a solid match i think these two do have pretty good chemistry it's um i do i found some of mjf's matches and i'm a big mjf fan but a little bit repetitive with the fighting through the injury injury and okay this might this might be a bit more legit than some of the things he's been selling in the previous ones but it's like okay i've I've kind of seen this before and in a way it's distracting from the match a bit too much yeah for me um i thought the finish worked with you know adam cole doing the like the best man at a wedding looking for the ring which caused it to take too long and Joe to yeah. lock in the uh, coquina clutch, which right. led to the finish. I thought that was good. And um, I found the the third arm falling and falling on his knee. So it didn't fall like all the way down. And Bryce was like confused, like, oh, is that? I, yeah, I guess he's out. Yeah, um, it was abrupt. It, it became like this abrupt sort of delayed reaction thing, which isn't always a bad thing. I sometimes like the yeah. confusion at the end of the, the match. Um, yeah, I, I overall liked it. I think, um, this MJF run is, has had a lot of criticism from, from people. Um, I'm not as down on it as others, but I do think there's, uh, like, I kind of, I kind of want to see MJF move a away from so much like smoke and mirrors in his matches now. I, I, cause I think he's a tremendous wrestler. Yeah. I like, mean, going back to that match he had with Derby, that was my match of the year, what, two years ago or yeah. whatever. Like he's such a good in ring wrestler and both matches with Adam Cole the first time around fell into way too much shenanigans. Same with the Jay White stuff. And I just hope now he's 
titleless, we can just get some like solid wrestling again. Yeah, I mean he he's had uh, he put out that whole AEW statement thing like a few days ago, kind of saying like, "Hey, I'm injured and this and this and this and that." It was it was an interesting read, and you feel for the guy. Like as soon as you're as soon as you're hot, and soon, it's like all you got to do is go down, and yeah. it's like everyone just all of a sudden kind of like lost interest i don't i don't know what it really is he said it in that thing himself i read it and he's like oh is it fatigue i don't know what it is but like if he's hurt yeah it's a great time to go rehab it's, and come back You'll people be- just haven't been invested in the in the stories yeah i think and i think the the delay on the adam cole injury um obviously shook things up a imagine bit. he didn't just jump off yeah. that ramp where would we be aw would be flourishing be a world's i don't know if it would be much they might have got round to revealing the devil Okay. Okay. Hold on. This, okay. But... Hold on. Okay. If, if it, what if Adam Cole never jumped off that thing? What if Hangman never said that thing to yeah. CM Punk? There's a huge what ifs in AEW yeah. of the, the the dominoes falling. But no. Uh. Yeah. Okay. So the match itself was okay. It wasn't bad by any means. But I will say, uh, some pluses. Big fan of Samoa Joe becoming a fucking world champion yeah. from from. Being commentary in a poncho in the fucking rain to main eventing and winning a world title. Finally, finally, finally. I, I think I don't think it's going to be a long run. No, I think it, it's going to be a bit more transitional. But I we, we kind of called this. We think it thought it made the most sense. Joe to win it at this point. Really happy. Um, for him. Yeah, really happy for him. Um, because he's he's won the uh, a title in every company he's been in now. Well, he's never won WWE. Wait, NXT. He was NXT. Yeah, he was NXT champion. Our Ring of Honor, TNA. Only three time champion. Is he three time or two time? Oh, three time. Because yeah, right, 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 right. Yeah, never forget. Uh, I try to forget. Um, this this is this is so cool. Like, yeah, it was it was weird. The the whole audience felt it fell flat for a sec with mm. the finish because it's like, wait, what? That's it? Yeah. He did. He didn't get out. And Adam Cole's reaction, like, ah, oh, shit, the mm. the ring. I didn't give him the ring, right? So it's like, okay. So I I did. I did like that because it was like, again, kind of jarring. Like, whoa, whoa, whoa. He's a, I looked down for a second. What's Bryce doing? What's going on here? And called it. But I'm, uh, as someone who's followed some Ojo for fucking way too long, like, yeah, I'm finally like, you should, man. You're yeah. fucking awesome. And then another plus is the clip of him at the presser afterwards where he's like, uh, seems like everyone likes to start fights around here, but no one ever starts fights with me. <laughs> so like now I'm champion, maybe, uh, you know, bring it, S- yeah. show me what you got and called out like a bunch of people, swerve, yes. hangman. So right away it sets him up for like some feuds and stuff. So uh, I'm very happy for Samoa Joe getting some gold, but then it goes into the devil reveal. Yeah. As soon as Adam Cole is out there for yeah. MJF, you're like, oh, that's the direction they're going. Of course it was fucking Wardlow and kingdom and their big heads in those masks <laughs> yeah i i kind of just felt like sure okay yeah. like that it makes the most sense it's you guys it's not any particular big reveal but you know it's supposed to be cole winning the title from him yeah like i was i uh, part of me was hoping that you it know, was shane mcmahon <laughs> no like part of me was hoping that kyle was fit and would be instead of wardlow and then you've got like the undisputed kingdom is these guys you yeah, know okay but like o'reilly like it's he's been out a long time which is yeah kind of a worry uh but like yeah it makes sense i think i think you should because i assume adam cole's not f- 
fit yet. It wasn't like he revealed himself and was hopping around on his leg. He's yeah. still limping. So we ain't getting that match soon. So write off MJF for a bit. You know, if he's if he's legit, he's been nursing this injury anyway. Uh, he's just been defeated. Uh, people have been souring on him a little bit. It's the perfect time to take him off TV for a couple of months. Um, you can have... Uh, Adam Cole being a mouthpiece for these guys or whatever while they're running roughshod and then Max will come back and everyone will be happy to see him again and Cole will be ready at that point. Yeah. I think. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. The, the end game of finally getting Cole versus MJF will eventually happen and that will be good. But yeah. unfortunately we do have to wait quite a while to get but it, there. It's kind of, it reminds me of like the Champa Gargano thing in NXT where Champa took him out, but then was injured like immediately and you had to wait like, eight months yeah. before you got back to it and it's kind of doing that and i'm just i kind of felt just relieved at the end of it it's, it's like over cool we've got it we know who it is we can move on we can take a break from that for a little bit we can focus on joe we can focus on swerve and yeah and like i i'm optimistic for the new year even though this wasn't the best pay-per-view yeah. it's like we we're through it yeah they, they yeah. finished telling the that, world didn't end yeah they finished telling that devil story now yeah and, we're through it and we're out the other end and hopefully things can get a bit better. Yeah, uh, I agree. Uh, like have have them on TV. Being Ring of Honor tag champions is kind of weird, but whatever. Uh, have Adam Cole be the, the mouthpiece for these guys. Don't know really what they go next, what, what their MO would be. Because it's like we helped Joe, but like why, I guess is the story going in. It's like all the people Max doesn't, they don't like Max. It, it, again, it was probably supposed to be the rematch for this pay-per-view, Cole and MJF, and the reveal comes with where he turns on him to get the title from him. I think you can very quickly turn Joe back to babyface or like a kind of tweener. Yeah. Like, you know, just have that moment with Cole, like, yeah, did business, doesn't mean we're friends and I don't want anything to do with you anymore and just move on and like have his sure. run, you know? Yeah. Because um, cause at the end of the day, it's Matt Taven. Bennett and Wardlow, yeah, and Roddy. Mm. Those are the yeah, those are the guys. So you know, take on a, lipstick on a pig kind of thing. It's like, oh, cool, you're the devil, guys. We we kind of knew you were the guys in the costumes because you you wear the same. Outfits. It may, it does make the most sense. Yeah, though, really, it does. Like, but it's like, all right, Wardlow has beef with him. Roddy has beef with him. Kingdom's yeah. friends with them. It's like whatever. Yeah, yeah. All right. So I mean, it could have been worse. Could have been Jack Perry. I'd say for me, this was like a. uh Episode of Collision. It, it was it was weak for a uh, AW pay per view. I wouldn't go as far to say it was bad. Uh, I think it was bad compared to their like standards, but I still enjoyed it. Nothing particularly offended me. It wasn't like I was screaming, going like, "What the? Why the fuck did you do that?" or anything. Just the wrestling was okay throughout the show. The storylines were okay. Uh, I really did enjoy the uh, Eddie. Um, Eddie Mox match. I enjoyed the Edge and Christian match and somewhat the main event. So it was like a five out of 10 for me, I'd say. Yeah, I, it was it was on the lower scale of AEW pay-per-views uh, for me. You know what? I, I don't think they needed this pay-per-view. Uh, this, the, the, the devil story just wasn't hitting. It had disinterested a lot of people to finally get over it. it makes me more interested to see where we go in the next little while. But Having a pay-per-view the day before New Year's, cool, but it's like there is a lot of things going on in people's worlds. Wrestling, it wasn't necessarily on the, the top end for me this weekend. And and then finally watching it, it was like, eh, like that felt like a dynamite to me. Like there was some good wrestling. 
and that was it. But nothing that I'm like, holy shit, I can't believe. Good thing we waited to to do our list because we had to get that that eight man tag in or whatever. So still enjoyed it. Still wrestling, love wrestling, but it didn't get anywhere like best of the year or anything mm-hmm. and probably won't really want to watch anything back from this but it does set up some things for the future like i said the adam copeland christian cage feud that's gonna continue on which is good edge has got to find some friends he's got ftr i guess maybe he'll team with them oh true know. yeah like he needs people to help him because christian is just adopting everyone yeah yeah if you aren't doing much do that <laughs> yeah exactly um yeah so like i hope they right some wrongs in aw in the new well, year fuck it turn edge heel now not now. He will be a great heel in like a year. Like, right I now, think, no. like, okay, maybe get through that TLC match and then you can have him. Well, if I can't beat him, join him. And you can get Edge and Christian as heels against FTR. There we go. There was a moment in the match. It looked like Christian pretended to do the five uh, second, second pose, pose, which got a, a chuckle out of me. So, yeah, I just want to see these guys fight in a ladder match. Yeah. That's it. You'll make me happy, Tony, if you just book that match, which I think you're going to do. But yeah, going forward in, in the future, I think AEW might have to fix some things, but they, they could be doing that. And look at the, the roster of talents that they got. Like, I, I'm sure they'll, they'll pick it back up. Mm. So have no fear. Uh, they'll step it up, I think. Um, so there you go. We are kind of on the same page of yep. being in the middle on that show. Um, you mentioned, uh, someone gone from WWE, someone cut from WWE. Who mm-hmm. was it again? Kevin Dunn. Oh, yeah. That's right. So how many, he's been there for a long time. 30 years or something. Yeah. So what did they let him go or did he leave? Is, uh, I don't know. They're like, I, I know, like what? literally read it, like, okay. Doing this show. I, I hadn't, as I said, I'd been staying off kind of social media. Yeah. Um, it says, uh, I think he resigned. Wow. Uh, maybe like people are saying maybe resigned before being fired hell has legit frozen uh, over. but yeah that's good wonder if we'll see any kind of production changes and things moving forward less camera cuts less camera cuts would be uh would be cool like there's a reason for the camera cuts because you know it's fake and you're trying to make it look real and stuff but like dude he does like 13 in someone's entrance yeah <laughs> it's like and cut 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 so maybe things will change but like he was he what he had a big part of like how things were on tv for 30 years that's that's a long time so right. we'll see what some changes come but triple h just really shaking things up he's like i'm gonna make wrestling good is borash gonna step up to the plate borash he's done some good stuff mm-hmm. boneyard match i don't know if everything needs to be filmed like ultimate deletion but no. yeah <laughs> more camera cuts yeah it's probably where it's gonna be uh will we see We'll see him leave WWE. Will we see someone join WWE? Yeah, rumors of what a former world champion was it? Triple H confirming the rumors. I love how Triple H now no confirming or not confirming or denying. <laughs> <laughs> he, he's like, hey, there's a lot going on, but uh, someone a former WWE champion will be on day one episode of Raw mm. this week. So is it Goldberg? Is it you think Goldberg going to TNA? Yeah. Um, is it? What the fuck is Goldberg going to do in TNA? Fight Eddie Edwards' wife? What's he going to, who's he going to spear that anyone next to him is going to look so small? He just wants a retirement tour. That's all he wants. What's his retirement match? Like, (laughs) Okada. In TNA. Yeah. Yeah, Fuck. Yeah, I guess so. Wow. Um, Yeah. (laughs) People. Man, I love these guys. Like, certain wrestlers are great, but like, fucking really? Like, there's no way that. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, is Sasha Banks 
returning to WWE because as soon as you she say she tweeted what put an Instagram post of her like in front of a picture of Triple H she she was posting she was in Boston this week where they were and she was like oh uh, I'd be happy with it being Sasha what and announced herself the Rumble you think she just comes out on Raw oh okay wait what, what no I'm like yeah part of me thinks like as soon as people were like nah it's it can't be her it's like well maybe that's to like deter and have her like she's got to be showing up somewhere soon because like she's not been really doing shit mm-hmm. so hopefully we see her on TV who but... else former world champion uh, Vince McMahon that'd be, that'd be sick <laughs> yeah I don't know well we didn't get Shane as the devil no. on AEW World's mm-hmm. End and that was pretty much a bummer so maybe we see him in TNA as well Biggie Big Easy ready to come back? I don't know. I don't know what do you where do you you would even do right now? But yeah, we'll see. This week WWE they're they're smart. They're Triple H is wising up. He's calling them like these specials. Right? I'm, how many times did we say when we were watching NXT and they did like their branded yeah. NXT shows like, like Havoc week. and all that sort of stuff? New Year's Evil. We were like, why don't they do this on main rostered? Let's build up to a big like big TV show. Yeah. Uh, stack it AEW does it give it a name yeah, yeah i think it's such a good idea so this week day one for raw new year's evil for nxt and new year's resolution or revolution for smackdown for smackdown yeah like that's that's pretty good like good it instantly gets people being like okay what do they got going on in that yeah yeah, yeah i i'm looking forward to it i'm gonna be uh we're going to this wedding tonight it's new year's i'm unfortunately working in the morning mm. and i'm just looking forward to coming home Put on my PJs. Day one. Watching day one. Wow. Be nice. Excellent. Yeah. yeah. So uh, that's what's going on in the, the world of wrestling. Uh, we went through the whole pay-per-view. We will be back on Tuesday talking about New Year's Evil. Uh, I can't even remember what's on the show. I haven't watched NXT from this week, actually, yet. So I'm I did, and that's why I brought up the Electra Lopez thing, because she interacted with uh, LWO. Oh, okay. 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 Nice. Her and okay. Yeah, I might check it out. I might put it on tomorrow during the yeah, day. It was all right. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah. Anything else? I would say I, I really did love Danielson Kingston from Dynamite. That was my match this week. Better than anything on the paper. So, yeah. I'm. Uh, we'll talk off air. I'm about to post the top 30 matches, and I'm debating whether that one makes a list or not. Get, throw, throw me a few out there. That, that, that. Uh, what about like? There's the obvious ones, but yeah. shall I throw maybe throw some, some like that you've forgotten out, yeah. about? Yeah. Uh, the Texas Death Moxley versus Hangman Fuck. from early in the year, which Fuck. was excellent so good. and kind of so. That was back in March. Uh, Vikingo versus Kenny from Dynamite. Uh, Charlotte Rhea Ripley at Mania. Um, the uh, what else have we got? Uh, the FTR Jay White and Juice Robinson match. Oh, yeah. Uh, was True. good. Becky and Trish in the cage was pretty good. Mm-hmm. Um, Moxley Orange Casty, uh, for my birthday. Um, the strap match between Brian and Starks from that same show. Uh, Chad Gable Gunther from Raw. Uh, Becky versus Tiffany Stratton is on there. Um, Danielson Zack Sabre Jr. From, oh man, yeah, that match was, that was incredible. Excellent. I need to rewatch that. That one is definitely getting high up on my list. I, yeah. I don't I, I'm pretty sure I have my my top few in yeah. my mind, but man, that one Zach Sabre Jr. Danielson was incredible. They're they're all the ones that kind of like I'd sort of like yeah. not forgotten about, but like, oh yeah, that was really good. Like yeah. some that were earlier in the year. Obviously, there's the two Kenny Osprey matches, there's the uh Gunther Seamus Drew three way from Mania, uh there's the Usos owens and sammy from mania um yeah there's uh carmelo Ilya dragunov from nxt that's in there um 
yeah, there's a couple from, um, like, I've got the Nakajima Miyahara match from Noah, uh, was highly rated this year, and the Julia Tamnakano. Um, there's a bunch, but we'll, we'll go through it, uh, before posting. But yeah, it's that, it's that Danielson Eddie match. I'm like, do I slip that one in? Yeah, it was got pretty 4. good. 4.75 from day. Okay. Nice. Yeah. It was really good. There was a lot of good wrestling this year and I can't wait to kind of dissect it and would love anyone's uh, picks. Obviously join in here, join that Facebook page and uh, help us. Did you already, po- you're about to post? I'm about to post it. Yeah. Nice. Okay. So yeah, join in there and join us next Sunday for part one of best match ever live here on this YouTube. I think 2 PM. We're going to be able to watch them all. Yeah, I think so. We could just say three to like three give us to some give time. Us a window. Yeah. Okay, there you go. That's how we operate here. <laughs> We're, <laughs> We're our own boss. We're both bosses. on nights, aren't we? So. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Uh, so three p.m. Sunday, we'll we'll chat all about. Uh, we'll we'll probably give some thoughts on Wrestle Kingdom as well, since it had uh, been. Fuck, that's this week as well. Yeah. Jesus Christ. Yeah, man. No, Actually, I'm not watching it this year. No, I'm watching wicked. one match from that show. I, I at first I was organizing a bit of a like live watch party. We even had someone offer a spot for us to watch and everything. And and I realized I'm working, so I'm like, well, actually, I'm not gonna do it. So. It looks terrible. It doesn't I, look. I'm great. gonna be honest. Like I I have zero interest in this show. Just like who the fuck is David Finley? Like why is he in this match? <laughs> Sorry, I hope he like fucking stuns me and it's, he's amazing. But like I've seen him wrestle already. I'm like eh. he's fine. He can wrestle. That's yeah. about it. Yeah, <laughs> a lot of people can these days. I think I think uh, obviously Kenny not being there, they had some plans and something fell apart, so they quickly like detoured but you know what i'm still gonna check it out because i i always do it It is a bit of a a nice little tradition i have for my like it's always like oh man the fucking wrestlemania over in japan it's fucking amazing to see but this year there are some things that i question like wait why are you did you book that why is shingo okay never mind anyways sonata is in the main event that's all you need to know it's wrestlemania 29 (laughs) yeah there's gonna be one match rematches and one match that'll be really good yeah what's the one match that's that i'm looking forward to i can't even remember now oh carter danielson oh right which yeah. is also a rematch. But. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which we saw live. So it's like, all right, cool. Yeah, I'm, I am looking forward to it. We'll chat about that on Sunday. 3 p.m. Join us here live on the YouTube. Audio will be up later on this very feed. If you're listening to us on the podcast, we just put out a what up, Doe. Uh, the boys do give like preview and predictions for World's End. It's a little dated now, but they do talk about some other stuff as well as some movies they've watched in 2023, some video games and uh, power washer simulator which is very mm. hilarious so check out that show check out the detox i dropped check out our christmas show that we put out uh, on our youtube that was a whole ton of fun shout out everyone who who joined in on that and check out all the other podcasts that we got going on because we have so much but yeah we're back tuesday night we're back next sunday lots and lots of shows at poison Ronapod, twitter instagram and myself brain harrington you can find me at the bray D. And you can find me at Davey Portman. That's it. That's all. Take care. Goodbye. Be safe. And long live the devil. Ahoy!